welcome to Radio B&R, a podcast production of the Baptist and Reflector, the official news journal of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. Radio B&R, keeping Tennessee Baptists informed about the issues impacting their lives and churches. Hello and welcome into this edition of Radio BNR. I'm your host, Chris Turner, and today I'm in Gatlinburg at the WMU's, the Women's Missionary Union, annual get-together and connection, which is a really exciting time for ladies across the state to, to come together and just celebrate missions. And my guest today is Martha Pitts, member at ba- uh, Germantown Baptist Church, and she's also the president of the Tennessee Women's Missionary Union. I think that's for two years, is that how? They actually, you can serve for four years, but they have to ask you every year. Okay. So this it will be my second Great. term. Great, so obviously they've asked you. If to, they elect me if, to okay. okay. I'm sure they will. <laughs> so, well, just give me a little bit of background about your experience with WMU and, and what's brought you to this place and why you feel it's so important in your life. Started early, uh, grew up a GA, Girls in Action was the organization to teach missions at a young age in our church and people invested in me and took me on mission trips and um, taught me early to look around for people who were in need. Um, became a GA leader um, and kind of forced into the adult world. <laughs> no, Lord, I do not want to lead adults, but um, <laughs> I became a... Uh, uh, associational WMU director and so it it is different positions different things but always the same thing love missions love getting out and help people and telling about Jesus well and you mentioned something key there love for missions obviously that's been a big part of your life Uh, oh yeah it it just I think starting early knowing quit looking at self and look out yeah you see the world in a different viewpoint and I see that is the key to missions. Well and you mentioned something that is uh, something that we definitely wanted to cover. You you mentioned GAs, obviously RAs falls into that and Mm -hmm. missions friends. Why do you feel like that's such an important aspect of of missions education in church? Why is missions education in church so important? If you don't get across a uh, that worldview, that looking out and seeing uh, others seeing the need of others, seeing the need for salvation uh, in others early, it, it's just a hard thing to train later on. Mm-hmm. And it's as simple as uh, filling up a backpack, shoebox for somebody else, yeah. just it's that basic learning. It, it's not uh, it's not hard, but they've got to hear it from mission friends in preschool. They've got to hear it. Uh, it, it needs to be in, intertwined in the um, a complete church program. Yeah, and really at the at the base of it, it sounds like just raising an awareness that missions doesn't necessarily mean something that's over there or like in Africa or South America. Mm-hmm. Missions is something that takes place right around where you are. At least that's where it can start. It can start, and the it, learning how man, my penny, my dime in the church plate, part of that goes to this missionary in Africa. That is amazing. Yeah. You know, that that was uh, 
a key element, especially in the Baptist. Yeah, absolutely. With cooperative program, mm -hmm. of course, here in Tennessee, golden offering, golden body moon offering. offering huh? Yeah, the that was you. You understood that when I gave to the Lottie Moon Christmas offering, I. I helped that missionary in Nigeria, yeah. and you know I have a part. And uh, learning about just about the country, I'm I'm there, and uh, just made you definitely more aware. Well, and I mean that really has been one of the historical importances of WMU. Take take us back a little bit, and and tell us a little bit about. Oh, WMU has since 1888. We have been the, the key. Uh, Landmarks in WMU include our uh, missionary offerings. So uh, immediately uh, they organized and looked around and went, Oh, we need missionaries. And Lottie Moon was in China writing letters to Annie Armstrong and saying, Please, please help. So Annie wrote and eventually uh, got the offering uh, and it. It eventually became named for her mm -hmm. for the home mission and Lottie Moon's for the international. Yeah. But uh, yeah, those ladies were key WMU founders, one in another country just by her letters, but Annie Armstrong. So that, yeah, the key uh, WMU still is in charge of the offerings, so the Golden Offering for Tennessee Missions, the TMB turned around and went, yeah. who, who does that best? Yeah. Wow, let's, yeah. and they steer that offering as well. Yeah, and you, you think about, I mean, you've mentioned two important elements that WMU really mm -hmm. uh, uh, is so involved with. The first is missions education, mm -hmm. and it's such an important part of, of who we are as Southern Baptists for mm -hmm. sure. And then, of course, the offerings, and you mentioned, I'll just recap them, but you mentioned yeah. Lottie Moon and, and uh, Annie Armstrong, right. and of course we have Golden Offering, mm -hmm. and then, of course, Cooperative Program, we call it Cooperative Program Missions. So all of those things really is the thing that, that funds what it is that we do as Tennessee and Southern Baptists in reaching the world for Christ. So it's just such an important part of it. Uh, how do you see missions education in the church? Do you feel like there's a need for more of it? Do you feel like it's, it's growing, shrinking? What do you feel like churches need to really recapture or something? The... Uh They've got to be conscious. It has to be woven in, too. Mm. The, you, you can't wake up and say, oh, why aren't y young adults giving, or why aren't our older citizens involved when we want them to be? Um, it, it has to be a, uh, woven into the, the, the sermon, the Sunday school lessons. The, but consciously to have segments in your church that speak to mission. So take an inventory. Do the kids hear the word missionary once a month yeah. in their curriculum? Do they hear it? So yes, ideally it would be great to have GARA once a week, but if that doesn't fit in, you know, there are drop-in segments. There are definite tools that um, Tennessee Baptists have uh, that can help you with that, but it has to be from young to old, you have to mention that you're not just a Southern Baptist, but that you're invested in lives all over the world. Yeah. And because of the property program, this dime you're putting in extends. 
Well, and, and really, one of the things that you, I hear you saying is so important is that it just it doesn't just happen. Yeah. The church has to be intentional with it. Really have a, a missional vision, not just in their community but around the world. Yeah. So you can plan the mission trip. You can plan, but um, it's it's got to be. It, it, there's an education element. Yeah. And um, I think WMU has one of the best toolboxes to right. to supply you with that, yeah. and a huge network in every state and internationally. We've got a network. We're there to help. So it's. Well, I mean, just the fact that we're here in Gatlinburg, uh, about yeah. to start this morning session at the get together. I mean, there's that's a large network coming together. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll. Uh, gather uh, 40 ladies that are spread all across the state at our board meeting, but the the 1,500 ladies that are here all have a heart for mission. That that's why this uh, event speaks so much to me. It you know it's my revival every year. Yeah, that's it, right. It is. It <laughs> is. It it is. Uh, I, I they speak. My speak, yeah. you know. It's your tribe of people. That <laughs> is. It, uh, you, you will get fired up. You will turn around and go, oh, I'm doing this, but yeah. why? You know, I can do more or I can do better with this or I can turn around and pull somebody with me. Yeah. You know, so it. Yeah. Yeah, it's really a great opportunity. I've mentioned before a uh, lady in my church, First Baptist Millington, Miss uh -huh. Bobby Jackson, who yeah. was. Just so instrumental, not only, in my, yeah. not only my calling the missions mm -hmm. and just helping with that, but really is the one who kept missions in front of our church to, to a large extent. So uh, the ladies that are involved in WME are vitally important for missions education. Talk to me a little bit about uh, involving younger women. What can uh, WMU, some of the ladies that have been doing it for a while, maybe grew up, Sunbeams and Mission yeah. Kids, Mission Friends, and then all the way up, but what, what, what can you guys do or what are you doing to involve younger uh, women, 30 younger, into the, the mix? The, there's some key um, curriculum. There's our literature, the Fulfill magazine. They, the, you know, like I said, our toolbox has some things, but we, um, uh, when I try to tell someone, ask that question, I generally say, find someone in that age bracket, target them, and go and meet with them, relational, one-on-one, -on -one, and find out what they're doing. That age group is in missions. They are doing something. A lot of times it's not tied to the church, but they see the need. They want to help. It's it's such an easy time, but you've got to see where they're what they're doing yeah. and jump on with them instead of creating a... I, it, you know, come to our meeting, or oh, we have this. Why don't you want to come? Yeah. We've got to start with them. I think it's a key, and make it. Um, so I get a lot of, oh, WMU is the gray hairs. You know, well, in general, I didn't get, couldn't become extremely active until I started those gray hairs because yeah. we got kids. Yeah. So make it adaptable for them don't give them a hard time if they can't come to that meeting every week you yeah. know um, so well, those you, are a few things but you also we we have the connection oh yeah here. connection is great so it's not just a bunch of gray-haired ladies no. that are meeting in the mountains here in east tennessee no, talk a little bit are, about the younger ladies that are here we girls. Um, the girls seventh through uh 12th are welcome and uh we have 
uh, Kendall Shirey is has a great program, and it's they have worship, they have fun, they have um, small sessions with awesome speakers. They have, uh, uh, but it's hey, are you having your quiet time with the Lord? Are you are you focused on what God has for your life? And he's he's calling some of you directly into. Of full-time missions. And We're not talking about a couple dozen girls that no, are here. How many uh, girls do we have? I think well, there's 300. Yeah. It, and it might be more. So I, that's a that was the general number that yeah. that uh, I remember from Connection. But uh, yeah, it's awesome. And the range, the ladies that are here in our group, you know, I'm proud to say that most of them look younger than me. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, uh, and you think about the, just the girls. I mean, yeah. 300, that's oh. larger than most of our Baptist churches in Tennessee. Tennessee. So we've got a, a church of 300 girls pretty much gathered to this And weekend, if you so. want to see energy, you go over there yeah, and watch absolutely. them jumping up and down to this music. And yeah, they it's, are. It's the dad of a 14 year old girl. Yeah. There might be a little more energy than I'm willing to. Uh, so um, let's see. Uh, is is if someone were to hear this podcast and think you know I, we don't have a WMU program in our church, mm-hmm. I'd really be interested in finding out more information on how we could go about starting one, maybe, or, or getting our church involved in WMU. What's one or two ways that they might be able to to move things in a direction towards adding missions education? So you call um, Tennessee Baptist office and say WMU, they get you to the right person. The um, there are people that work through the association. So yeah. WMU is through your church, through your association. Right. Uh, if you call your associational office, they definitely know the key contact right across the street from you. Mm. And uh, the, there's a website, TennesseeWMU.org, and we uh, piggyback on TBC site. You'll get yeah. a lot of uh, interaction between those two groups. So you ask anyone within um, that has a TCMB shirt on, they will definitely point you in the right direction. So there's, there's, we're, we're out in every county where yeah. there are active ones, uh, active organizations, and uh, yeah, call me. <laughs> well, you know, and uh, one of the big ways a church can start uh, of course, the Golden Offering for Tennessee Missions is something yeah. that if your church, and we do have a lot of churches that are participating, mm-hmm. but that's one way that knowing that all of that money that goes into the Golden Offering is used here in Tennessee in some sort of missions opportunity to reach people for Christ and then to also serve people through things like Christian Women's Job Corps and some, some other things that still give them an opportunity, opportunity to hear the gospel. Yeah, absolutely. The Golden Offering has been a great uh, the re-emphasis lately on let's let's re-educate, let's focus on getting them educated, mm-hmm. and it is the tours that they are taking in the regions. Yeah. If your region is offering, it just uh, here's a mission opportunity, here's a mission opportunity, and on every one of those, you'll find WMU ladies helping. It, yeah. It's a brownie, it's a huh. gift card, it's a something. They're connected to those. Uh, key sites that the Golden Offering um, invest in. So, um, yeah, I see the Golden Offering as not just a uh, great way for our money to be corporately uh, distributed to reach the ends of the world, but uh, it's also a platform that we can say we're working together and 
come on board. So it, it's a great voice for WNU and TV, I still say TBC. That's everybody. Yeah, we still, <laughs> I've we been still practicing TME at TBC. You know, the, the great thing about the um, you know, Golden Offering and, and the way that it has expanded and the fact that, like Randy Davis, state, or the executive director of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board says, Anyway, slice it, Tennessee is a mission field yeah. with 145 plus language grouping spoken here. I think people think that, well, it's just Spanish. It's not. We have 145 global people groups. We have 91 of 95 counties have double digit poverty. Uh, yeah, there, there's so many great needs. Tennessee is a mission field. It is. So it's a great opportunity for people to get involved and, and contact you guys and find out how we can. Absolutely. Get our church moving in a missional direction. We we might not be the key um, uh, group, but we are we are right there assisting, and Absolutely. our name is uh, auxiliary. Absolutely. So we're walking beside what's what's happening for the Lord out there. And as you mentioned before, it's the, a key component in the educational part of it, right. the missions education, and we've got to keep yeah. it in front. Great. Well, Martha, thanks so much oh, for visiting with us. It's great. And so yes. as you move forward through the rest of this weekend, blessings on the, uh, the get-together. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Radio B&R, a podcast production of The Baptist and Reflector, the official news journal of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. This and other episodes can be downloaded at baptistandreflector.org forward slash radio BR. The ministries of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board are supported through the cooperative program and gifts received through the Golden Offering for Tennessee Missions. For more information, visit tnbaptist.org.